Welcome to the Being the Change podcast. I am your host, Kristen Vanderveer, here with your other host, Isabel Kiyosain. <laughs> We're here once again, I on my floor of the garage, <laughs> in our kitchen, one in Mexico, the other in California. And we are today, we're going to talk about boundaries, setting boundaries, uh, the importance of setting them for yourself, and also the idea of dissolving boundaries. We're just general subject whole, of boundaries. The whole spectrum. Yeah. I was telling Kristen about group meditation that I had recently about somebody asking how to put certain boundaries, um, because, you know, when you start to meditate, it's, it's common that, you know, your consciousness starts to grow. And so people want to be around you more. And that kind of creates some dependency on some people towards always wanting to be around you. That's something that will happen and that's normal and that's okay. And we want to help inspire, and you know, we want to help people to live up to their own, their own growth and consciousness. But at some point there may be a little so abandoned. <laughs> and so um, for those who don't know, Soma is consciousness flow. And so everybody, everybody has Soma and everybody can, can give Soma, but Soma of meditators tends to be very nurturing because of the state of consciousness, consciousness that meditators have and how, you know, as a meditator, you start to develop a lot of empathy for others. And so people feel very nurtured by that Soma that you give. So some people might become a little dependent on that. And instead of trying to find their own way and their own path towards growth and consciousness, they tend to kind of want to grab it from you. And so somebody asked in my group meditation about how to put those boundaries. And we, we started a really beautiful discussion about why in certain cases, boundaries have to be necessary. And in this case, we sometimes as meditators or as non-meditators as people, we have to put certain boundaries because even though we do want to inspire people to grow in consciousness, the way for people to really do it is for them to, to do it for themselves. And so if we just open the gates of Soma for everybody, what will happen is that people will depend on that and that will stop them from trying to search it from within in their own in their own path so we were discussing about if you put certain boundaries even though at that time it might not seem like the kind thing to do it's actually we're, it's actually the kind thing to do in the bigger in the bigger scale because cutting off that soma flow and putting boundaries will actually inspire the person to actually find their own way of growing in consciousness, whether that be through meditation or throughout any other means. And so me and Kristen were talking about kind of this and we're like boundaries. Sometimes they're important. Sometimes they're not important. <laughs> so, well, they're always important. I think it's just sometimes we want to create them and sometimes we want to dissolve them. Exactly. And um, though I was actually laughing because I'm not sure I'm the best person to be talking about this because I've never been good at setting my own personal boundaries. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I am better at talking about it because I've, I've failed miserably at it. But, um, but boundaries are, are interesting. And, you know, I think women in particular, we have a tendency to just to forget to set 
boundaries for ourselves. You know, we, we're just, our energy is just spilling out all over to everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what do you want? Oh, you need, what do you need? Need, 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 you know, and just trying to fill all these needs in that nurturing feminine way. And um, remembering that it's important to set boundaries when someone is, is looking for your attention, who isn't really willing to give any back, mm-hmm. you know, isn't willing to replenish <laughs> that supply yeah. of Soma, like, and also just hearing the self, you know, being in touch with yourself and knowing, wait, look, wait a second. This is not, I don't feel comfortable here. I don't feel right here. I'm going to put up a little bit of a barrier here because yeah. this, whatever this relationship or this situation doesn't feel right. I have been poor in the past. For me, I've always just kind of pushed through things and, and sometimes forgotten to step back and listen to myself and listen to my own body and say, wait a second, boundary is appropriate. And um, to me, this, this, I bring up the feminine because I feel like there is a theme in feminine consciousness of the feminine being invaded, of -hmm. boundaries being ignored. Um, You know, I think of the myth of um, when Mother Divine is taking a bath. (laughs) Mm. Oh, (laughs) I love this story. And she, you know, this is how she creates Ganesh, basically, you know, Ganesh. Ganesha, Ganesh, how we pronounce um, the elephant headed God, but uh, and Shiva, the masculine, barges into her bathroom when she wants to take a bath, which I find so incredibly relatable. And um, she creates Ganesh from, you know, she does an abhyanga and from the oil and, and Ojas from her skin, she shapes this little boy and this little boy becomes a guardian of her, her bathroom, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's a, it's a long story, but, but basically the, the, the theme being like that, that the, you know, Shiva pushes his way and finally like kills Ganesh and invades like in an even more um, strong way. And she turns into this, you know, Kali form, like she's going to take down the whole universe. Mm-hmm. But to me, it, like that resonated so deeply because I was like, wow, even on the divine level, the poor woman can't just take a bath. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like her boundaries are being invaded. And so I think there's this- That's such of, a vulnerable point and place. Exactly. And, and you know, I, I think too about it, in some ways it represents the woman's body, mm-hmm. you know, because so many women have had their bodies invaded. Yeah. And, um, and so this idea of boundaries, I think is very important to all people who have the feminine enlivened within them, whether they be men or women. Um, and, and, you know, it's really about finding that strength within to, 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 to protect yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and um, even protect yourself from yourself. <laughs> yes. Because sometimes the reason why our boundaries you know, people cross those boundaries is because we don't, we haven't even realized that we, that we should have them. Right. That, that we can have them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like that, we, that. It's just until it gets really bad. It's like, oh, I can, I can put a boundary. Right. I can say no mm-hmm. to something that, 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 that is an option. Um, that actually hit me very recently. And I, it's funny to think about how many years I've been on this planet that it took me this many years to realize in certain circumstances, it's like, wow, I have the right to say no to certain things. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
And, you know, and this idea of boundaries too, we were, we were talking about one very interesting aspect of it is that in order to create anything, like when we want to move into manifestation, um, boundaries need to be set up. Yeah. You know, if we want to create change and create even in our own personal life, like think about setting up a structure, like you have to set up some kind of structure in order to move forward or else your energy just kind of spills out all over the place. Mm -hmm. So, um, so boundaries are, are, are very important for when you move into, into manifestation, you want to create something, even, even for myself, it's interesting that, um, you know, I'm trying to do this very intense yoga program and you know i've been trying to do a i did a very strict cleanse like an ayurvedic mm -hmm. cleanse recently that was all boundary setting you know yeah i wanted to see some fast progress in certain areas of my health and so i set up a lot of boundaries yeah it, was, it got really sad for a while because i just <laughs> so i was like this is these are some sad boundaries i've set up for myself Especially like when we go to the bakery and the kids are getting stuff. I'm like, aren't you getting something? I'm like, no, I'm having mung beans for dinner. <laughs> mung beans are the saddest of the beans. Yeah, the saddest beans. They, they even sound bad. These weren't even split mung, be mung beans. These were like whole <laughs> mung beans. <laughs> squishy, squishy mung beans. But yeah, are they oh, soaked yeah. at least? Yeah, they were soaked, soaked and cooked with like, <laughs> not even with like, like I wasn't even allowed carrots, like, cause those are building vegetables apparently. No, no, I had to have like radishes. <laughs> like, okay. And technically like, that was like, that was like the treat. There was like, well, really you're not supposed to do yeah. vegetables, but if you have to, if, you, if you're so weak that you can't just do the bung beans, then you can add some radishes. I was like, oh, thank you so much. This was not radishes for dessert. <laughs> right. This was not, I did not set up this program. I had someone else set the boundaries, but there was, because I never, I don't set boundaries. I tell you, I'm not good at it. I need yeah. other people to set up my boundaries. And these were the boundaries I set, mung bean boundaries, boundaries. But, you know, I actually saw a lot of, you know, I actually saw a lot of changes through these very sad boundaries. Yeah. You actually um, look like you could, you look it. You, oh really yeah absolutely is, i i think i'm just sweating <laughs> no 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 because we went straight into the gossip when we before we started recording so i didn't get a chance to actually tell you how great you look um but those boundaries <laughs> so, so look good, good on you <laughs> <laughs> well i can tell you the mung bean boundaries if you'd like <laughs> be prepared to be very sad for a few days that's all i can tell you <laughs> but Izzy Sorry. knows our, you know, we have a shared love of, of all things, um, sweet and, <laughs> and <All> things. buttery. <laughs> Not Ayurvedic. Yeah, exactly. So yes, I, I had a very, that's where I don't have boundaries. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. One with the butter. So they dissolve. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Perfect seg segue to the dissolving of boundaries. <laughs> but before we get to that. Um, oh, yes. It, back, to, it, back to making the boundaries. Back to making um, boundaries. So I've, I've seen a lot of this recently. And um, a lot of people that have trouble setting boundaries. I don't know if this is what happened to you, but this is what definitely happened to me. I'm a big people pleaser. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
And so I think that comes a lot from my childhood and kind of being my parents' parents. And so I never really had the chance to have boundaries because I was never really looking out for myself. I was always looking out for other people's needs. And so I never really got boundaries at all. I didn't even know as we were saying that, oh, I, I can have boundaries. I can say no, I can do whatever I want. And so it's been, it's been a big struggle in my life. And until recently that I, I, I've had to start putting boundaries, it has created a big difference in how I relate to my family and how I relate to my friends and how I relate to my students, because setting boundaries does, in my case, have created important structures of time and space and how I can actually manage my time and my attention to certain people. And so relationships, at first, you know, it's it was a little of a mess, you know, that first little destruction has to happen so that new, more sustainable relations have arisen from starting to put boundaries in my life. And so it has created more structure and that has even helped me in my teaching. And so when I create more boundaries, uh, people kind of more relevant to the, to the knowledge, more reverent yeah. to the knowledge and more reverent, reverent to the teachers. And, yeah. um, and so that has really helped also in my teaching. So from having no boundaries to having boundaries have really structured my relationships and, and, and my teaching. And it has been so, so important in creating this more sustainable ways of relating and teaching. Yeah, well, that's the ironic thing about, you know, when you let people walk all over you and you try and do and do and do and do, like they end up actually bizarrely resenting you for it. Yeah. And um, not respecting you. And when you actually set boundaries, it's it's like that respect you have for yourself for setting them gets reflected back. Absolutely. When you respect yourself enough to set the boundaries, then people actually start responding and, and, um, and that doesn't mean, you know, you're not giving a lot of yourself. You know, you're doing lots of giving. You're just waiting for the, the most appropriate ways in which to give. And, you know, when people come with the most worthiest inquiry, mm-hmm. um, that's when you give as opposed to someone who's just looking to take. Yeah. And, um, and it's pretty clear the difference. You know? yeah. it's, pretty, it's not hard to figure that out. And you know, um, and it's funny that we're talking about, you know, the setting and building of boundaries when our, what we do in meditation is actually dissolve them completely, mm-hmm. <laughs> obliterate them to, to, um, everything to the point where you don't even remember who you are. Yeah. Like, you know, you, and, and you can feel the, the dissolution of, of the boundaries. You can start to kind of right. forget where you are. Right. You, know, you lose you your hands, you lose exactly. your body. I can't you lose your mantra. Hands. Your mantra just becomes this fuzzy thing. You're like, wait, what was that? Or it just becomes like a pulse or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, For me, the hand things was the first time. The, the first couple, Yeah. The way yeah. I started to meditate, I was like, I don't have hands. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I actually peaked. I was I like, I, I opened my eyes. Peak and, yeah. and like, they just looked at their hands. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I, I can see them, but I can't feel them. And it's, it's, yeah, you're, you, that dissolved mm-hmm. and you can feel it happening. And it's so interesting. Yeah. It's fascinating. It's fascinating to feel 
those boundaries dissolving. And then when we transcend, that's, that's when they're all dissolved. It's like, mm-hmm. you've gone to that place where there's no boundaries. So the absolute layer where it all comes from no space and time (laughs) your potentiality (laughs) it's like the twilight zone everything Uh, in seed form (laughs) (laughs) a dimension of time state of bliss state of being oh there you go i'm, I'm running out <laughs> the unified field unified field there you go <laughs> the place where it all comes from place of oneness exactly mm-hmm. oneness layer so all in one- oneness in oneness no boundaries no boundaries all that's one. the point <laughs> That's what makes it one is there's no boundaries. Mm -hmm. So having your kind of, sorry to everyone, we just went on that point for a little while. (laughs) There was a a time where, I mean, it was a long time since we were this funny. (laughs) (laughs) I know, well, we haven't talked in a while, so we we have a lot built up. Yeah. Yeah, back to to what we're talking about. (laughs) so the meditation itself is dissolving boundaries so we're not so we're not for we're not just boundary people we're also you know boundary and anti-boundary people but really the difference is in the direction of manifestation if you want to go that way direction of diversity manifestation that's more and more boundaries that's why if you want to create something right you need some boundaries and if you want to um, move towards unity, uh, then, then you, you want to dissolve boundaries. Yeah. And we, we've seen this starting to happen um, in, for example, the Gen Zs. <laughs> Aren't you a Gen Z? I'm a millennial. You're a millennial. <laughs> Isn't there something, is there something between millennial and Gen Z or is it? I don't know. I have no uh, idea. I didn't know you're a millennial. I thought Gen you're like one of the babies. Like Gen hope- X is like that's pre-millennial. Anyway. Oh, okay. Uh, well, the Gen Zs. Um, Gen Zs. You you can see how even with with sexuality and what people identify with female, masculine, both, none all of it, it's going towards that. It's, it's going to oneness. The boundaries are, are, are starting to dissolve. It's, it, yeah. it's becoming one. And, and it's so interesting to see it happen. Well, I, f- I, f- I see that, you know, as the collective consciousness is expanding, there's all these fronts with which mm-hmm. boundaries are dissolving, you know, like there's gender and sexuality that are definitely those, those boundaries are dissolving. Um, when it comes to countries themselves mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of dissolving happening where populations of one place are moving to other places and that races are dissolving yeah you know you don't have okay this race lives here and this race lives here there's a lot more intermingling mm-hmm. um and th- there's a lot of tension created as these boundaries are dissolving 
it's it's interesting to witness where some people are not okay with this level of unity mm-hmm. um and it, to me as someone who you know a lot of what we do is unity and so you know you the 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 i get confused when people set up these boundaries and and you know we should say all boundaries are artificial (laughs) the whole thing is maya it's all porous you know the closer you look to a boundary the more you see that it's there's no boundary there Mm -hmm. and that's that's why this people say you know this all manifestation is it's um has this level of illusion to it because it's really all the one consciousness shaped in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so there really are no true boundaries, you know, at, at least um, when talking from that layer, but yeah, you know, even the on this illusion of reality, right. That we have to create it to, yeah, we have to create For these to boundaries to kind of pretend that it's, that it's, <laughs> separate. That it's there. Yeah. It's right. like, there's this meme. I don't know. I have to send it to you maybe we could put it um as a as an image from a podcast yeah yeah it's like the universe like hiding on a mountain and it has like three fingers like coming yeah. out of the mountain and it's like three different beings like hey how oh are yeah you? <laughs> like like talking like yeah yeah it's like yeah it's the illusion of the boundary that you know you're you're talking to somebody else but it's yeah the boundary that each one is a person but you're all the same thing right right and so so there's this um it it confuses me when someone will see someone like say from another country and be like well they don't deserve the same rights Mm -hmm. (laughs) like wait wait because they were born there instead of here like and you've decided to create this this line between that like that's that line is completely artificial somebody drew a line and like you get right. less rights over there and we right. get more rights over here. Right. And it's, it just, it, it starts to fall apart, mm-hmm. you know, and it, and that's what it feels like is happening is these, these artificial boundaries that were set up as the consciousness is rising in the collective, they're, they're starting to fall apart and become more porous. Um, and things like the advancement of technology does that things like the advancements in communication commune mm-hmm. with union. So, yeah. Um, so we're, we're losing a lot of these, these boundaries and, um, some people don't, don't like that very much. Um, some people want to maintain boundaries, Mm -hmm. but usually those are the people who are on the side of the fence that has more. (laughs) Absolutely. That's, that's the thing. They, they don't want to share their toys. Right. Exactly. (laughs) But it's, it's just fascinating, um, to see how these boundaries are, are being dissolved around the world. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and I guess the trick is to, to, these are tools, you know, we can dissolve boundaries when it, the effect we want is union. And even love is a dissolving of boundaries. You know, that's, yeah, that's what I, what I want to get to. <laughs> I knew you were going to get there anyway. <laughs> But that thought did cross my mind. Like when you, when you love somebody, it's the process. I mean, it's, you don't become one, but it's almost one. You're so close to it. And so the boundaries dissolve and that's what kind of makes you so, so, so close. And when somebody can't really feel like you relate to there's because there's so many boundaries. Right. 
you, too you, many you want, boundaries. You want to move with someone you love. You want to move towards that feeling of unity mm-hmm. and have a unity experience and find unity points. So it's really it's 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 losing boundaries while keeping some enough mm-hmm. to make it interesting. Exactly. <laughs> like you don't want to just totally merge into one big blob of clay because then mm-hmm. it's just it's boring. Boring. You want to have enough difference, but but there's definitely that that love experience is unity experience. So it's going to be the dissolving of, of separation and boundaries. And, you know, especially when you're intimate, it's meant to have that feeling mm-hmm. of, of, you know, this merging into oneness. So I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so interesting because it, as you were saying, it's not like we're pro one or pro the other. It's, it's, what do you want to do and what do you right. want to create? And it's all, you know, kind of like a play and display of that because mm-hmm. if we think of how the universe was created, you know, we have just the absolute, we're bored of being the absolute. <laughs> <laughs> this is boring. Right. There's nothing happening here. And so it manifests and creates the universe, you know, as we know it as, and as we know, uni one verse many is one, you know, dissolving into many. So it's one creating all of these different boundaries to create all these different beings so that, you know, they can eventually kind of start, it creates the boundaries, but once it it starts to dissolve eventually those boundaries, so it can experience the love and the unity and eventually the oneness, it kind of comes back in itself. So it's like, what do you want to do? What do you want to play with? Right. Well, it's funny. You said the one dissolves into many. Which I oh, <laughs> whoops. No, but that was cool. Like I had this cool like vision in my head. Yeah. But you, what you're describing is that, you know, Nivar Tatvam. Yeah. Which means go, go where you are not. Mm-hmm. Um, which is basically saying if you're in too much diversity, go to union. If you're too yeah. unified, go to diversity. So it's like make boundaries or dissolve them based on where you're at at the time because the the consciousness just doesn't want to stay in one place so it wants to move around so if you're like say you're hanging out with your boyfriend too much (laughs) and he's starting to get on your nerves (laughs) yeah go on a vacation with your girlfriends (laughs) you start to miss him right set some boundaries be like i'm going over here and i'm gonna do what i want and then you start to miss him then go back to union yeah and, you know it's it's, <laughs> it's and and that's what what i what i really love about you know with the vedic perspective on things it's not like what is right is yeah. there a right or is there a wrong it's like what's right for who at what moment at what moment in time at yeah. what moment in space yeah and yeah. and and for what particular thing because some person may be putting boundaries in one place and maybe dissolving them in another yeah and, and so, um i think that it's it's also not it's not extreme mm-hmm. you know it's it's about a balance it's not about you know being so full of boundaries that <laughs> that you're completely unlikable <laughs> you don't you don't want too many boundaries where you're just rigid <laughs> right exactly um and you don't want to go the other way either so it's it is interesting in that, you know, I think the West has this very polarized view of everything. So everything's an extreme. It's like 
well, is, is this good or is this evil? And it's like, well, actually there's a lot in between those two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that what we're looking for is something in between finding that, that point in between that that's the right balance point of the two. And yeah. that, that point is constantly shifting. Like you said, for every different person, for every different time, like every dimension. Yeah. Has. Yeah. It, it might be changing at the same time for two different things for the same person um and that's why it's so important to kind of honor what it is you want what it is you want to create what feels right for you which is mm-hmm. what we constantly you know try to understand you know by following charm trying to listen listen within like oh i think this needs a little more boundaries oh i think this needs a little less i want to feel a little more love i want to be you know so whatever you want to do but it's listening to what what is correct for you and that's how the universe works it's right. kind of like this you draw it very well but i don't know how to <laughs> i'm doing this song with I, I, tr- I tried to explain it with my hands like because <laughs> that works in an audio broadcast <laughs> <laughs> what was it like that coming out and then coming right i don't know how to it's an oscillation it. right exactly. now you're making like one of those little snake toys with your yeah. fingers <laughs> yeah it's like a wave Mm-hmm. And an oscillation and yeah and in, in and out no and if you become the master of that that's 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 the mastery yeah you know? teach mastery us the universe <laughs> <laughs> i told you i'm terrible at boundaries, yeah so that's I, what i was saying like if you come become a master of that please oh yes let oh us yes know. teach us uh, you're talking yeah. to them i thought you were talking to me no, no, no. like i can't teach you no. that teach I don't you, know. this person who has mastered it <laughs> teach us how to do it who happens to be listening to this podcast <laughs> Tom as a guest on our show. But that's what it is, you know, and that's why we meditate though, is to dissolve all the boundaries so that we do, when we move into that action, we're a little better at it. And um, we have that power that comes from that. It's like, that's the source and all the potentiality. So when you move into start making boundaries and start manifesting things, you're doing so with all that ocean of, potentiality behind you as opposed to just being exhausted all the time mm-hmm. <laughs> which is what most of us are <laughs> even meditators honestly it's just yeah. i feel like we get little breaks here and there yeah. after meditation <laughs> like basically i yeah i don't know how normal people do it honestly i don't know how i used to do it because now like i'm still tired but if i don't meditate i i can't even function so <laughs> Like, but I, like I, I feel like you you are tired, but you do so much more than you would have been able to do before. Yeah, I, I guess that's right. I mean, I'm actually impressed. I'm gonna tell tell our listeners what you've been doing. But <laughs> she is teaching, as you know, if you've done exploring the Veda, which is this advanced knowledge course that it's like really intense. It's like three or four days, listening all day to advanced knowledge. And as a teacher, you have to cook for your students and you have to be listening. You have to be answering questions. And it's like the best, but it's really exhausting to host these. And so it's the best, but you end up really tired. And Kristen, this is going to be her third weekend in a row hosting it. And she went to Virginia to teach one. So it's like, yeah, of course you're tired, but you're like superwoman. (laughs) 
Well, I was interesting in one of the latest betas though, was the subject I thought was fascinating about how we move from, and this is maybe a subject for another podcast, but it, I don't know. I think we can go off topic for a second. Um, it was just how, when we move beyond our own personal needs, we just adopt the need of the times. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, let's do that for our next podcast because I feel like that's a really good subject. Yeah. About, you know, and that's one of the reasons meditation is so important is because we need more people getting beyond their own personal drama and just investing all their energy and all their money into their own neediness. And we need them moving beyond that so they can start adopting the bigger need as their, as their mission in yeah. life. And, um, and yeah, I found that to be like kind of a gradual shift, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not like it's complete, like, it's not like there, you have to be a hundred percent, you know, clear of all neediness in order yeah. to move into that new space. You know, there can be a straddling of the two for a while. Yeah. But it's, it's, <laughs> but, it's choiceless. It's like, yeah. you just find yourself doing it. It's like, at what point did I fly to Virginia like to teach us like okay I'm here definitely the need of the time and so I think because it's the need of the time I mean of course you're tired the body gets tired but you're able to do it and you're able to do it in an amazing way and that was an amazing group so I wasn't surprised when I got there why I was there I was like okay well these people are amazing and hilarious like definitely my kind of people (laughs) (laughs) so no it's all good but you know it does take when you know even setting stuff up like that it takes boundaries i had to say no to things in order to say yes to others i hate saying no to stuff it's awful me too especially... i get fomo i get fear of missing out I'm like <laughs> i want to say yes to everything i, I know i want to i want to you know especially when someone i can help mm-hmm. you know i had to say no to another class with the homeless community in order to teach in Virginia. And it was, it was hard because it's like, I want to do all these things at once and I can't do everything at once. And I want my kids to actually see me mm-hmm. and, you know, I want my husband to know who I am. Um, and so I, I feel that pressure and that boundary setting is important for that because it's like, I'm getting to the point in my life where it's not even, it's it, like you said, it's choiceless because I literally cannot be in multiple places at once. Mm-hmm. And I have to say no to some um which i guess is setting a boundary but it's 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 a bummer for for someone who has no sense of boundaries like myself yeah. <laughs> you know I, I don't like to say no but but you know how we say no is there there's going to be something from that field of charm something's going to be more charming and it may be surprising what's more charming you know i yeah. i i wouldn't have thought that going to Virginia would be the most charming thing, but it was, and it was clear hundred percent. It's like, okay, that's, that's where you're needed in this particular time and space in your life. And so, um, so yeah. And I think a lot of people have a hard time with no's in their own life and also receiving no's from others. You know, I think part of respecting your own boundaries is respecting when someone puts up a boundary. Yeah. You too. And I think a a really good way of looking at it, it's like, you're not saying no, you're saying yes to something else. Yeah, that's true. You're saying yes to something (laughs) bigger than you would have thought. Like, because I have a hard time saying no too. 
And so when I say <laughs> what? Sorry, I just had this like this flash of myself in the future <laughs> holding a bag of cheese puffs and be like, right now I'm saying yes to you, cheese puffs. <laughs> and no tire made up. <laughs> right, exactly. The bigger yes. <laughs> Sorry, I was like, and I'm saying yes to these. Sorry. Exactly. It makes no, sense, no, no, but that's but, why I was laughing. No, but it, it's like <laughs> I have a really hard time saying no, uh, especially to people, but it's like, for example, if you you say no to the homeless community, but it's like, because I have to say yes to something that's, I have to go teach at that college in Virginia. That's the bigger yes, that's relevant right now. Right. Yeah. And I guess saying no to something doesn't, it's not a permanent no. It's just Mm -hmm. a, you know, in this moment, there's, there's the Dharmic thing. There's the most relevant thing right Mm -hmm. now. That's interesting to think of Dharma in terms of like having to, you know, there's only one yes <laughs> at a time yeah, exactly, and, um, and that you have to set up some, some boundaries with places in order to, to make sure that your time is, is um, going to whatever is most relevant at any given moment. Um, yeah, that's important skill, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> working on it <laughs> well we're all working on it but I, I i think that kind of keeps me more calm about saying no like okay i have to say no to this person because i have to say yes to helping you in a bigger yeah. way that you might not understand right now and one of the hardest things that i've had to i'm still working on um saying yes to those things that are like self-care and mm-hmm you know, um, that what is the most relevant thing right now might be to actually fold my laundry for once. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Might be to, um, to do this yoga program or do something that's really for me. Um, Mm -hmm. I had a hard time with that because I took a little, I've been taking a little bit of time before I went into this crazy, super intense period of teaching. I was, I took some time where I was doing that really sad mung bean cleanse, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but it was, it was like, I'm going, I'm carving out that time for me. was really hard. Yeah. Cause my intellect was really fighting. Yeah. And I struggled, like there's so many things vying for that time. And I, I did an okay job. I wouldn't say I was able to completely carve it out, but it was better. Um, but just remembering like that, that you have to take care of yourself first yeah. and saying yes um, to you. Yeah. Saying yes to you so that you can help others. You know? Exactly. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and it's really interesting because yeah, you're, you're carving out that time for you. So you're saying no, but you're saying yes to you so that you can eventually, as you say, say yes to the others and teach from an even more rested and better place so that the quality of what you teach is even better. Yeah, exactly. So it's like the pulling of the bow. Like you have to go mm-hmm. and rest so that you go and teach for three weekends straight exploring the Veda and, you know, and, and you can teach it in the most efficient, proper and best way possible. Yeah, well, we'll see. By, by weekend, weekend three is this weekend. By the end, I may be starting to drift a little bit. 
Don't worry, another mung bean cleanse. Yeah, is no, I'll do another mung bean cl- cleanse. And and don't get me wrong, I love the mung bean cleanse. It was it was very good. <laughs> I'm gonna. I want to do it again, actually. So, but yeah. <laughs> so this was great. This is a good topic. Yeah. I'm glad we 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 thought of it. <laughs> me too. It was good. It was fun. We hope you laughed along with us. Yes. <laughs> We didn't annoy you. Right. <laughs> Hopefully you didn't say no halfway through, but if you did exactly. and you set that boundary, we we're proud of you. We we're proud of you, even though you won't know because you're not right, listening. You're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much. We're so glad you tuned in. And Jager Dave. Jager Dave. Bye. Bye.